This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Forstax, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability, and having been founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Forstex, we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to ValPerformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world, from everything from career advice to training modalities to programming. There's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS. That's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. Today, guys, kind of want to backtrack and review and talk a little bit about something that I spoke probably about a year about, uh, ago about. Because we're at that time of year again. We're at the time of year where you know, we've got a bunch of different winter sports that are in their kind of home stretch final run here going into their championship meets you know indoor track swim and dive are coming down to the wire here and you know working towards you know what really is the one event that most of these young people train for all year and you know last year I spoke about you know how their involvement in this kind of taper and realization process needs to be and, and you know how important that is with them being able to understand what it is that we're actually trying to accomplish and, and where they are and how they feel and how we can best accommodate them to make sure that physically they're in the best place possible in order to go out and perform at the highest level that they're capable of. But with that comes kind of another part that we really don't talk much about. Um, we kind of get thrown into the middle of it and, and kind of get asked to be part of it but we don't really discuss many strategies for it. 
And that is understanding the psychological aspect of this realization phase and, and kind of where that fits. And I think that this kind of gets something that is sort of, you know, unfairly lumped in with that whole idea of mental toughness and all of this, that, and the other thing. But when you think about these taper phases and that we're sitting here and building from one specific event, I do understand the anxiety that may come from, you know, from this buildup and, you know, the questions that are being asked and kind of the, um, the nervousness going in to, to, to the meat as to where they feel and how they're doing and all of those things. Because when you've worked for so long for one specific thing, right, you can kind of go at it one of two ways. You can either go at it with the utmost confidence or you can go at it, you know, especially when you see with, with older people when it's their last, uh, last go around at it, is sometimes they tend to be really really nervous and anxious because it, it is their last shot. And I think that we have a, a kind of a responsibility to, to really help put them at ease and help them be, you know, psychologically ready as well, you know. But before I get into that, I think that the one thing that needs to be determined though with that is that the, these athletes should have earned that right to be successful. They should have earned that right to be confident. They should have earned the right for your support in order to help them better understand how ready that they are. Um, and I use the, the analogy sometimes when I talk about this is, you know, paying the toll to cross the bridge. That toll has been paid, you know, through August, September, October, November, December, and January, you know, to, to reap the, the rewards in February and March. It's not something where if attendance has been lacking or if effort has been lacking or communication has been poor or whatever it may be on the two-way street that is coaching the 21st century athlete, it's not something that is going to be paid now. It's not something that can get paid now. So that also has to be kept in mind personally by the coach that, you know, there, there is only so much that you can do at this point. But finding them a way to be in the proper psychological aspect is, is exceptionally important. And that's where I think that them being involved in this discussion all along plays a vital role. Now, of course, if you're having you know, a new athlete come in, they probably haven't been involved as a third or fourth year athlete when it comes to how are we feeling? Where are we going? What are we doing? How can we get better? what things need to change, right? Because these younger, these younger athletes, these newer athletes are still trying to figure out what's going on and then what the principles are to your training program and then how they fit into the entire picture, right? So there's going to be some things that kind of hamstring that a little bit, but still at this point of the year, if they're six months in and they don't understand what you're trying to do, and I think that we need to take a step back and figure out better ways to communicate that with them. Now, with that being said, with the rest of the group, they should understand this. So, you know, revisiting what we talked about, you know, it's, it's what, like something in the area of a third of people actually peak on time. If you just look at it with common sense math, a third on time, a third are going to be late, and a third are going to be early. So sitting there and talking with these young people and understanding how they feel where they're at in their performance, what seems to be 
good, bad, or indifferent right now with not just how they're feeling and how they're performing, but how are you sleeping? How is your nutrition? What are things that we can do to help? And what are things that we need to plug and play, you know? Building that process and building that relationship and that camaraderie in the training process should help them better trust what they've been doing. And as Hank has said multiple times, right? Mental toughness is just trusting in your training. So if you're sitting there and you have kids that are having a hard time, really what might be the most important thing for them is for them to understand that you trust them and you trust the decisions that they've made and you've trust, you have trust in them in understanding the communication process that you have had with them and that what you two have put together for them is by far and away the best thing that you could have done because you did it together. Because the things that you've seen as a coach to help athletes become more successful have been tied directly into what they see as an athlete as their limiting factors or things that have helped them be successful. And when you can talk to them about why you feel like they're going to be successful and why you believe that you've done the best thing for them and why you feel that they're most best prepared, even if right at the present moment they don't feel sensational because they're in one of those like awkward moments where they're catching up, right? Whether it be kind of the uncoordinated aspect of that early phase of tapering where there are things that are just a little bit off because they're just starting to really recover. Um, or there are other things like mild soreness that come in from doing things that are faster than they've been used to doing for the rest of the year. Or there are outputs that are higher or, or more powerful that they've been doing. So there's some you know, residual small amounts of soreness or fatigue that come from that. But we know that that's going to happen, right? So we know it's going to happen right? because it's better than they've ever done. So the body's adapting to move faster, later, yada, yada, yada. Like we know all this stuff. And keeping in mind, you know, what is important when we were talking about residual training effects and how we can communicate that best with them, but still listening as to how they feel. You know, if they feel like cutting back 25% of the volume is going to help them, I mean, how many reps are you actually doing at this point that that's, that that's a sword that you're willing to lie on? It's, to me, instilling that confidence comes from positive reinforcement based on the communication that you've had all season and plugging and playing and allowing them to have the autonomy to auto-regulate. And if you've been doing that for the most part throughout the year, they should have the confidence to do that through the end of the year. And if they have the confidence to do that in their training to understand that they're going to put themselves in the best situation possible, then you would hope that they then now have the confidence for that to show up in their race at the meet that they're going to. Because at the end of the day, if the person that they need to be behind them, whether it's the starting blocks at track, at the track meet for their conference meets or their championship meets, or on the blocks at the pool for their championship meet, the person they need behind them telling them, you got this, you can do this, you can go do this, is their strength and conditioning coach. There might be something else that along the way someone needed to fix. 
whether it be us or the sport coach or the athlete themselves or the sports medicine practitioner, somewhere along the way, probably needed to let them know that they were going to be all right and they were going to do great and that they believed in them more. So make sure that they know when they get on that bus to go take this trip to their championship meet, that they're prepared as best as they should be and that you believe in them. But make sure that they know before that too so that they're trusting all the way through it. So there's no doubts when they go step up to the blocks and they hear that horn or that gun to go, they go out there and they do the best that they can and they're all set in best times. I'd be really interested though to hear how you guys communicate this and how you pass these messages along because I think that this is something that we all can do a little better, you know, is making sure that the athletes know that we believe in them and really the best thing that they can do is believe in themselves as much as we do because the minute that happens, that's when the magic happens, dude. So let me know. We'd love to hear how you pass this message along to make sure that your kids are doing the best and believing in the best that they can do. But as always, guys, truly appreciate everything you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I will see you then.